before we get down to it, a quick reminder that if you want things in your inbox, we'll put things in your inbox with the Hump Day News newsletter. It's a regular wrap-up of coverage past and content to come with links, tips, taters, and tots served up fresh, nice, and hot. And if you're subscribed to the newsletter but not signed up for the backyard, shame on you. The backyard is a members-only area at Hump Day News where you'll find all that's best and bizarre at HDN. We've got Mappily Power Rankings, letters from the editor, our in-cell advice column, and more. Sign up at the Hump Day News to log in and enjoy. In this episode, we welcome Ted Chase, editor at QRO Magazine. This is one of four episodes that he'll be contributing to at our Humpcast. Uh, so please have a listen. All right, we welcome to the Humpcast, uh, Ted Chase. He's a writer, photographer, editor, and impresario <laughs> at QRO Magazine, uh, based in New York City. He's a music maven who fills his days investigating the depths and the heights, the national and international independent music scene, covering music festivals around the world, though mostly America and Canada, but that's international. <laughs> Interviewing indie stars of today, and yesteryear, authoring more album reviews and live reviews than it's polite to mention, including recent write-ups on Lady Tron, that's an album review, We Are Scientists, a live review, an interview with Brendan Cannon of Broken Social Scene, and uh, he's hammering out regular service journalism features like the Yearly Festival Guide, highly recommended. Uh, I'm about to do a San Francisco trip in April, and I took a look at the QRO Festival Guide to see if anything was going on while I was there. And you know what? Coachella, but that's about seven hours away. Not going <laughs> to do it. So all of this, and he still has time to be a Mets fan. Welcome, Ed Chase. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easier right now. It's an off season. It's the off season. Well, for right? Mets. <laughs> yeah. And um, kind of for, I won't say it's off-season for music, but it's it, it goes a little quieter in terms of releases around the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, then this is a good time to do this uh, podcast that we've been talking about for a little while, yeah. and it got a little waylaid. We want to do a so, sort of look back, retrospective, 2022, best of music yeah. kind of thing, like most uh, uh, music outlets do in, when, when do they sort of glom onto they the usually actually i've noticed them doing it seems like they do it earlier and earlier like even in november then december like um i noticed that because i always push mine late um uh it, it's sort of weird yeah you'll see i think it's because they always want to be you know the first or the earlier sure, it's, sure. Like, like it's a primary schedule or you know it's it's um because then it's just sort of oh you get mentioned it's just so Be weird beating everyone to the punch and we'll probably mention you know some of those motivations for why you might do yeah. it but just in honor in honor of us sort of coming together qro magazine hump day news to uh collaborate on this podcast i wanted to sort of cast back ed to our history because we have a history yeah. um that uh predates um even QRO magazine. So I'm going to go through a little timeline and it's going to bring us up all the way back to the 90s. Um, and to help us navigate this timeline, I'm going to use Brad Pitt's Love Life. <laughs> right? 
Okay. All right. So <laughs> we met in high school um, around the time that Brad Pitt was dating who? I want to say this group is Gwyneth Paltrow. That was probably... That is going to do that uh, long-delayed podcast. A kind of look back uh, and some sort of commentary on year-end lists and maybe mention a few of our own um, best of selections. Um, so I, I, I presented it to you thusly. Uh, first, I wanted to sort of dive into why create year-end lists? What is the point? Why do people keep doing this year after year? Well, I mean, for one thing, yes, people do it. Everybody does it. So um, why don't you do I think it's, uh, one thing is it's just a need for content. Mm. It's a need, like, it's a great way. And it's also because you can repurpose content, like, oh, it's not like you have to review new albums to do your best of the year. Like you can right. or Yeah, that dovetails with, with mine. I just responded laziness. It's easier I mean, I to recycle like call content. it laziness. Because um, no, because it can be work. Like, especially if you're then taking the stuff that you've already done. And it's more, I think it's more, I don't know, sort of almost enterprising that like you can take the stuff that you've done and reuse, not just reuse it, but reuse it in a new, new way where you're mm-hmm. not... And and yeah, there's the, the and there's there's just the desire to rank things and you know the same way they have award shows, um, and it can be the, I mean it's the same way they have championship series. I mean you see it in literally everything. Everything people do year end, yeah, and the year is a bracket. I mean even mm. though, um, uh, oh, that connects with mine. A sense of closure. People yeah, like I, to feel that things come to an end. They they want to see things. If it if it began, it needs yeah. an ending. And perhaps a renewal in the new year yeah, at, with a fresh start. I think start. it's just, um, well, just feeling in some ways that, you know, the, the year is an arbitrary, when the year ends is very arbitrary, you know, because it's in the middle of winter. Um, it's, uh, I think it's just, yeah, everybody does it and it's an easy way to do it. It's an easy way to reconnect and reuse your your previous things. And obviously, and sometimes it also can be a, oh, what were people doing at this period of time? Like you, you can use the year mm-hmm. as a, you know, okay, this is the year. Of, I mean, people then say, oh, it's the year of the something or, but um, even though obviously. You're the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> as you, um, obviously it can be, you know, a lot of the stuff, it just comes out because it came out then because it came out then, but um, it's. Yeah, uh, I like that. So it gives you a kind of um, historical snapshot of where you yeah. were. It's fun to look back at that. Yeah. Um, and, and that can be arbitrary to a certain extent, like. Yeah the 70s the 60s yeah. it's like why are we doing this by units of 10 but it's <laughs> yeah. still kind of a kind of a helpful way to look yeah, back it's, it's, sometimes. it's still like a human way to do this and a lot of times you know then you look back and those things are very wrong i mean people were you know complaining about i guess it was the oscar nominations came out or this these come you, you know and then you look back i mean people have their complaints about the grammys i mean if you want to talk <laughs> about year end do you watch any of those i don't you know, watch I, I don't i don't you know because awesome. now also you can just catch the like Oh, the opening, you know, the thing, you, or like someone's famous acceptance speech. You can catch that. Yeah. I liked when Ricky Gervais did the Academy Awards. Oh, he did the he did the Golden Globes. Oh, the Golden Globes. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, it was sort of a weird thing. I, and then they came back. It was weird, but it was kind of like it was know, very rude as well. But yeah, you know. but it was it was kind of like the thing that everyone talks about doing, but no one ever does. Which yeah, was a good and a bad thing because also I think it sort of awards Ricky Gervais. 
<laughs> it was also the peak of Ricky Gervais thinking he was the greatest shit in the world. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, sort of still riding that like British office high. Yeah, British office, and then there was the the um not extras or there was the show he did after after the office that was also very successful. Um, and it was sort of in his just sort of making fun of and you know, yeah, he was show. feeling himself, but. You yeah. know, in a room full of Hollywood elite, you know, it's very rare that like some like TV actor ever feels himself. So it was yeah, a nice yeah, there's also some of the some and some of the jokes where it was like, you know, making fun of I remember making fun of like Robert Downey Jr.'s brushes with the law from like 20 years ago. Like, you know, some oh, of yeah. thing it was like there was one thing where he introduced Bruce Willis and he just listed a bunch of movies that were not successful that he'd been in. Um, and, uh-huh. it like, and you know, but that's fair. Like, that's fair. No, no, that was good. That was funny. But like, you can only do that. Like, you can't do that for every single person. Right, right. And so then, you uh-huh. know, some of the other ones where it was like, I want to say, I mean, I didn't. Those are the only two I remember where the Bruce Willis <laughs> one was funny, and the Robert Downey Jr. one where it was like, uh, this is like. Tw- well, you know, nobody likes to pick on people for substance abuse issues. Yeah. Um, but you know, it. Uh, if you're going to make fun of it, it is. He's got kind of a funny track record. Yeah, and but it was also that it was like 20 years late. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's like, oh, you know, he's good. You know, it's not like you're picking on someone who's like still dealing with things or has just recovered. Right. But, he's not punching down also, on someone who's like yeah. in the middle of recovery. But it's also yeah. like you're making a joke that's 20 years old. Like people were making Robert Downey Jr. jokes 20 years. Before. Right. Like you're right. not like, like clearly, I don't know. Anyway. All right, Ted, we're at less than a, a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, We don't need to go anymore. <laughs> like, all right. I want to uh, thank you uh, for joining Humpcast uh, on our inaugural effort um, as a kind of uh, collaboration. I hope to have you back again uh, to talk more music uh, at another time. Sure. Thanks for joining. Visit us at the site at humpday.news for good junk in art, politics, sports, and culture. Follow us on our socials, subscribe to the newsletter, sign up for the backyard, and for the love of God, remember, every day is hump day.